When people ask what my niche is, I say millennials who have crippling anxiety that work from home <laughs> wanting to be nostalgic. It's like, what? <laughs> who, who, are, who have a fear of getting fired. Literally so amazing. This, this is College Presents, the Millennial Girls Podcast, sponsored by Dezo. Welcome back to another episode of the Millennial Girls Podcast, guys. I'm Raquel and... And I'm Natasha. And if you guys don't know who we are, we're fun, we're special, we're millennials who talk about a lot of issues that we have because we're not, you know, we're struggling too. It's fine. Yeah, always. <laughs> Which is why we're having today's guest on Which today. is why we're having today's guest on. Um, <laughs> but before we introduce him, obviously you guys know what to do. Leave a five-star review in the Apple Podcast. I always want to say app, but it's really not an app, so Apple Podcast podcast leave that five-star review it really does help us I promise <laughs> so let's intro our uh, I'm so excited to have our guest on today yeah seriously. and I will say too that my friends were freaking out really I told them he was gonna be on that's so funny yeah so, so literally Raquel and I obviously like we've been doing our little TikTok videos like doing little dances and stuff check them and out. you know this guest happened to just show up on our For You page. Then we see him on Instagram and we're like, okay, we got to talk to this guy. I was guy. like, friend. <laughs> I'm like, this guy is a millennial. He gets it. He talks all about it. So it's just me, Rod. <laughs> just me, Rod. If you've seen, well, not if you've seen, you've seen his TikToks. Yeah, he's blown I'm up. Sure you have. E News has said he's like the top, t- one of the top TikTokers of 2020, which. E! News, oh my god, I would have a heart attack. Yahoo's <laughs> written about him. I mean, basically every big media outlet. So welcome to our podcast. You're officially a millennial girl. Yes, awesome. <laughs> Glad to be part. I'm, I'm like, that. we have to do a great intro for him because it's just, it has to Yeah, happen. because he gets it. Yeah. He gets yes. it. <laughs> so let's just jump into it. Sure. TikTok, man. Did mm-hmm. you, like, think you were going to blow up when you started doing oh. these videos? Jeez, no. So I started doing it, like... I loved Vine. Can I just say that? Okay. So I was like, okay, like, and then I got on TikTok for a little bit. I'm like, this is not Vine. So I got off. And then I wasn't expect, but I wasn't expecting to be like a creator. I was expecting to watch the people that I liked on mm. Vine, you know, like Man mm-hmm. and Matthews and Ariel and Matt Kutchell and the people I liked there. And then in March, I made one that was literally the most simple thing I've ever made. And it blew up. And I was like, oh, okay, like, (laughs) that's cool. And then I kind of stopped, didn't try again, got a solid following from there. But then in October, really started honing in on like millennial anxiety, which I thought I was the only one who dealt with this, these types of anxieties I was talking about. No, no. No, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. Um, Come to find out now, nearly 500,000 other people have a fear of getting fired. So... (laughs) That um, literally is like the best so, <laughs> fear of getting say, fired. Yeah, literally. All that to say, October to now, I've gained like so. Instagram, I'm almost at three hundred. I'm at two hundred fifty k almost, and like four hundred twenty five k on TikTok. Um, was not a, to answer your question, I was not expecting it. I have a nine to five job. I'm not a content creator, so it's it's kind of fun. Yeah. Wait. So, what do you do? I'm in sales, tech sales. Okay. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask, yeah. uh, do your coworkers, A, do they follow you? B, how did they find out you were TikTok famous and, you know, basically now Instagram famous? Yeah. Was it like a, oh shit, like we can't talk about stuff now because it's going to end up on TikTok yeah. or let's actually just go, you know, with it and he's just going to put it on there and like everyone else is dealing with it too. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's like my boss and I have a pretty good relationship and he's like, well, you're working, right? And like, yeah. So he's like, um, 
I'm, I'm fine with it. You know, like we don't really talk about anything too, I don't talk about anything too crazy, you know, or I don't talk, I don't mention my company name or anything right. like that. So we're on a good page there. And he, he, he's even said, I relate to this. Like, I think the same things. Oh, do. wow. Okay. Wait, is your boss a millennial? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm like the oldest person in my office too. So when I make the TikTok videos, like relating to my Gen Z coworkers, it's real. Like I work <laughs> with mostly zillennials. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's so funny. So at least we know that you're not getting fired anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully not. <laughs> you're like, hopefully not. <laughs> hopefully not. Next week, he's like, guys. And I'm like, oh shit, we, we yeah. jinxed him. Oh my God. <laughs> I got to hope not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's exciting. It's fun because... I'm, were you on Vine? We've never talked about that. Uh, I was on Vine, but I didn't like make Vines. I honestly just followed all the musicians on Vine. So like that's okay. how I found Sean Mendez. Oh, Shawn Mendes wow. got discovered on Vine. Yeah, yeah, he got discovered oh, on Vine. Wow. Yeah, okay. and I was like, oh. And so um, Alessia Cara got yeah. discovered on Vine. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I was on Vine for like a little bit, and we would just do either that and then like dub smash was the other one which like mm. i know that was it was yeah. kind of the same thing where you were just like doing the voiceover stuff and like yeah. acting out stuff so i think i did like a couple of those just because they were fun but it was like with no intention behind it It was literally just to laugh with your friends yeah but it's crazy how like i guess tiktok in one sense i mean obviously it was for music discovery first but on top of that like when stuff started kind of popping off like i remember seeing uh you know like Charlie and um oh my gosh what's I'm blanking on the other name Addison Uh, Addison Addison. on like one of the NBA games or something like it was like um oh my gosh the all-star game Mm -hmm. Jesus I'm like what is the word um they showed up there and they were doing I'm missing there were three of them um the one who did the renegade the girl who it was a drama it was there was drama behind that okay oh of course you know that you know all the tea you know all the tea there was this girl the smaller creator who made the renegade yeah right right dance and then charlie just did it charlie credited her on her first video which charlie does a pretty good job of crediting people um i don't fo- to be honest i feel bad i don't follow any of those hype house or those like younger yeah, creators. Right. Just like Same. i'm 30 that feels kind of weird like, yeah I, no <laughs> yeah but i just know yeah i saw an article on it so i read it but basically then charlie blew it the dance up so then she kept doing it and then she stopped tagging the creator Jeliah harman yeah Jeliah okay. harman yes yeah. so it was Jeliah girl yes it yeah. was Jeliah um addison and charlie that were on the the all-star game or whatever they came on and i was like who are these girls that are doing this choreography like I, of course i was already Dancer. like we're like, I'm like judging <laughs> jealous whatever because are i was you like dancers yeah, yeah. we're dancers oh. Yeah, well, former. I'm like former. Okay. Retired. Retired. Um, and so I was like, what the heck? Like that was that would have been a dream come true for us, you know? Like if we would have had the platform back in the you day. know, pop off in that time. Because now it's it it's just like super rusty. Like, I mean, trust me, we've we've tried the dances. I've done a couple like solo and it's kind of embarrassing, but you have fun, whatever, right? We and then just, excuse me, our our K pop ours together. Did. Yes. Oh, I'm yes. talking about my solo. Oh, I my, was like, hello. My solo one, I felt kind of embarrassed after, but I was like, yeah, maybe not. But uh, afterwards, you know, I think you realize that you can create content, obviously, that doesn't have to be just that, like mm-hmm. in your case. Are you still with us? Okay, I can hear you. Okay, I don't know what happened. I just literally said, we're restarting your computer and then turned everything off. So I was like, okay. Millennial anxiety. <laughs> that literally gave me millennial anxiety, and I don't know why. <laughs> 
I don't know why, but I'm like, oh god, these girls are gonna hate me. I don't know, like that was the no, first no. Thing. I literally just Something saw out your, of my control. No, we saw your face and like panic. Yeah, panic. like your facial expressions weren't matching the conversation. So I was like, wait, I think something is happening right now. Uh, millennial anxiety. I was like talking about how cringe like my solo dances on TikTok were, and you started making those faces, and I was like, oh god, what did I do? I was like, oh god, are I was they like, cringe? has he seen my dance or something? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I actually like, like watching dance videos because I've always wanted to be a dance, not wanted to be a dancer, but I've respected dance. Yeah, um, like hip hop and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I tried to take a class once. I'm six yes. foot five and lanky. Oh my gosh, and lanky. <laughs> so like, just like my coordination is just off. So I even learned the renegade and took me four hours to learn the renegade. Oh so, yeah, no, renegade was hard. Okay, like it, it's hard for dancers because you're learning from a video. Yeah, it's exactly. difficult and yeah. you have to like flip it. It's no, it's, it's hard. I can't. Yeah. The first one we did was, I think it was Dua Lipa's. Yeah. She like, she did one choreo on Sitting the stairs down. with her dancers behind her and they looked a little bit like, kind of like sped up, but it was on tempo and we didn't, we were just getting on TikTok, So we didn't understand. So we're like trying to learn the choreo, flipping it, slow mowing it, all this stuff. Like how the heck do I'm you like, do this? How is she going left? Is she going right? And then le- we realized like, that there was a feature that yeah. slows down the music. And, and we're, we're like, like oh, oh. <laughs> that's how they did it. And that is how we learned the twice TikTok challenge. Yeah. Because yeah. if oh, we gosh. didn't do that, we would have yeah. never yeah, no. do it. I'm still yeah. learning certain things about TikTok. And I'm just like, yeah. that's why I think it's so great. And why my boss is in my movie on TikTok. Because <laughs> you can see my videos. It's literally at my desk singing yeah. a throwback song. Wait, so that's, no, but you're doing it from home though, right? You're not like in the office? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm working from home. Okay. In the Which office. He, <laughs> no, because I was like, wait, in the office. That'd be hilarious. Like, <laughs> like, my, my coworkers love it though. It's so so crazy like even some like if they're listening i love love you all but i just growing up i was bullied heavily like it was overweight like which is like like i'm glad i got out of that because i had health issues and stuff like that but there was certain anxiety that came along with it through college like i did not get along with the frat crowd because they were just like triggering the whole bully situation and then um now i work with like all Zillennial frat guys like so it's, it's you work with the frat stars yes yeah, exactly they all love my tiktok which at first i'm like oh my god but they're like we're obsessed like they'll even crash my live sometimes it, it's fun <laughs> yeah, and so, my art sorry go ahead no, no no go ahead go ahead our mark this is kind of crazy our marketing guy like who's head of our marketing team at work um put my he found me on tiktok because he does tiktok for for our company um and he posted one of my TikToks on our company-wide meeting. Like he had a slide about marketing updates and he's like, yeah, we're getting into TikTok and then posted one of my TikToks. And so my whole company then found out. And you were like, wait, that's how we know. Yeah, wait, did you feel like awkward as hell or were you like, oh, I love this? So awkward. I'm like, oh. (laughs) But um, I'm actually now on like a committee at work where they're just trying to figure out what TikTok is. So I'm helping them. So I'm like, that's an excuse too. So I'm like, hey, like I'm helping... TikTok, so I'm going to... And helping the research and the analytics. Oh. Did we say Alexa? Alexa off. I hate that. Thank you. I don't think we said her name, though. She's just listening in on her combo. What was she answering? I don't know. She started giving us... She gives the same energy as Furby. Remember Furby? Yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Furbies were so scary. Totally. Yeah, they just turn on. That's my... Wait, that's how we got our millennial anxiety from the Furbies. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it happened. Tamagotchi's... This account, this meme account... I know he's died. ...called I Am 30 AF. They're, like, one of my favorite... 
Gantz on Instagram. They sent me their nostalgia box and then it was a Tamagotchi. I'm like, I haven't played Tamagotchi in so long. You have to do some interact with it every five minutes. I love yeah. it. Yes. Or I'll die. They're, the, they're or like the dies. neediest child on earth. Yeah, exactly. I just really That's, don't have time. <laughs> Wait, I want one of those boxes. That sounds fun. Yeah, nostalgia <laughs> box. I am 30AF on Instagram. They're great. Oh my That's God. Cool. But like, does it come with a Furby? Because that's terrifying. No, 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 there was no Furby. Phew. Okay. That gives me <laughs> don't, give, don't give them ideas. Yeah, yeah. mine would like talk. Like, I would have a Wake friend up in the come middle of the night. We do like a sleepover. She'd bring her Furby and I'd have mine. And then they'd start talking to each other in the middle of the night. And we're like, how how did that yeah, happen? Yeah, it's terrifying. Mine would inspiring. do that. No, like literally they would talk. They started to talk. Like one spoke and then the other one would start speaking. So you're like, wait, like it was the most bizarre they thing. They were 100% really, inspiring yeah. how to kill us. The kill us? I, my, uh, I had the robot dog that like flipped. Yes, yes I did too. Same. I like those more than the Furbies. Yeah. Yeah. Those were, those were nicer and not so creepy, but those didn't disturb us. Yeah, seriously. So going, so now that you've mentioned that you're surrounded by, let's say people that were, you know, bullying you back in high school, I'm super curious to know what the dynamic is like for you now, because at least like from my perspective, obviously it's been a long time since graduating high school, but during the years to come to this point, there were moments where like, if you were to, you know, confront somebody from that time or whatever that you kind of like hated, like you'd have this bitterness inside yourself or you like, you secretly hated them or like you didn't want to deal with them. So like now that you are, and like, I guess. Dealing with that kind of maybe crowd. I'm like, curious to know what that's like now. Yeah, absolutely. So I think for me now it's, it's, I don't want to say therapeutic because I, I go to therapy and I don't want to discredit my therapist because she's great. <laughs> we <laughs> but, love therapy. Which is a whole other subject. I could do a whole podcast on millennials and therapy. Like why therapy was like frowned upon basically for us. Like I know for me, if someone, if you said someone's going to therapy, like in my head automatically, they were in like an, an asylum. It was just like, yeah. they were hand in hand with each other. I digress. So everyone should go to therapy as a millennial because amen, very helpful. Um, but yeah, like I think it's kind of great just because they're proving me wrong, I guess. And I'm helping them as well, just because they, being as a millennial, like they're coming fresh out of college, like fresh from their frat house. And they're like, oh, like real world, you know? I'm like, yeah, you don't just encounter frat men, you encounter different types of people. You know, you have to kind of get out of your box. So like, I'm a culture carrier, if you will, in my office, um, where I like to talk to like different departments and stuff. So getting people out of their box and, and doing all of that has been has been helpful for them as well. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I took kind of a risk doing, going to my current company because I stepped back all the way down to like the beginning of the sales pro, sales role process, entry level, and then I built my way back up to where I am now. Yeah, it's just been kind of cool to be alongside them and kind of like as a 30-year-old helping 22, 23-year-olds yeah, I mean, that's, well, and that's awesome too, because it's, well, it's like, it's empowering, right? So like, not only are you like, I guess, letting go or forgiving the past, but it's, I would think it's empowering to be able to lead, you know, that those people now where before it was, you know, the complete reverse. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> that's awesome. And I was just telling Raquel this the other day. So speaking of to kind of like go along with what you're saying with that in high school, I was like, not a fan of my high school. I wasn't necessarily, I wasn't like full on bullied or anything, but I just never felt like I fit in into any mm. crowd. Like I did have like a couple of my really good friends, luckily, cause if not, that would have just been a nightmare. Mm -hmm. But <clears throat> I was on my dance team and it was 25 of us, all girls. Mm. And being with 25 other girl, or well, 24, I guess, including myself, um, 
being with that many girls and you're all young, you're all in high school, you know, everybody has, you know, an impression to make and they all, we all want to be front and center. It was super tough. And like, I just didn't feel like I belonged. I didn't get along with them. And one of those girls ended up liking one of my Facebook posts the other day that like, I completely forgot. Like I still have like people from high school on there because when I got on Facebook, that's in high school, literally when I was a freshman in high school. So you know, you were adding friends left and right, thinking yep. you could become friends with people in school. And then let alone, then when you'd show up to school, it right. wasn't that way. Um, so yeah, it was a really like bizarre feeling to see that name, like, like my post. Yeah. I, I still have all those people on Facebook, but honestly, I've been going through and deleting people with them. <laughs> just like, I don't, why do I need to see your stuff? Like, I don't <laughs> care. Yeah. I don't care whatever, you know, about seeing that you're married or engaged. And like, I just like have no, I don't care. Yeah. Especially around election time. I'm like, I got off. I'm like, (laughs) Oh yeah. Election time. There's lots of deleting. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Facebook came around my senior year was when you had to have a a college email address to get on Facebook. So everyone made up college email addresses to get on Facebook because that was up to then was MySpace, Right. Mm -hmm. So I, throughout high school, this is, I guess, another part of, like, the cyberbullying was, like, the top eights and, like, dealing with all yeah. that stuff where it's, like, okay, like, this isn't, this is toxic, <laughs> you know? It totally. Um, yeah, which is why TikTok's kind of cool because it lets anyone be who they want to be, you know, and be and you've put kind of put into these niches. I am seeing a little more, of like, bullying amongst the younger kids, like, where they're, yeah. like, bullying adults and, like, overweight people and all this stuff. Where I'm, like, okay, hopefully they get kind of a grasp on that because that's I don't know. They have such like a platform and they did such a good job at the beginning. So hopefully they can do something to kind of help today's I mean, generation. There's always going to be people hiding behind the keyboard and being mean and yeah. whatever. And yeah. I mean, they just have to get a handle on it. These platforms need to get a handle on it because yeah. otherwise it's just going to get really bad. And then it goes back to the anxiety and the toxic and yeah. it's just a big circle. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. You talked about like people, someone from Facebook liking your stuff. One of my bullies reached out to me on Instagram after I went viral and I'm like, are you looking for clout or whatever? But no, they asked me for weight loss tips. So if you haven't heard, we're super excited that we're sponsored by Dezo. It's an all natural spike superfruit water and we have the watermelon flavor right in front of us right now. It's so good. You guys, if you haven't seen our live, taste test you got to check it out on I was, instagram i was truly shook like <laughs> you could see it she zoomed in on my face and everything and it was like my mind was blown it literally like it tastes so good like we would not lie to you guys like we're being completely honest even though it's a sponsored product but it has gluten-free vodka it has natural ingredients it makes you feel good it's not like the other products that are out there that are you know spike seltzers that you get a hangover the next day from all the sugar like this actually tastes good and it's good for you so yeah that's why we're super excited that we get to partner with them and obviously share them with you guys honestly it's like cracking open a watermelon (laughs) on the 4th of July and drinking it, drinking the juice. That's what it tastes like, spiked with vodka, gluten-free, so your tummy's gonna feel good. You're not gonna have a hangover the next day, which turned 28 this month. I'm definitely prone to hangovers now, but not with Dezo. If you guys wanna find out more about Drink Dezo, click the link in the description and put that the Millennial Girls Podcast referred you. Stop. Wow. Yep. Wow. I just yeah. got goosebumps. I did too. Oh, yeah. shit. That's I, and I, I was like, I, I'm always going to be, like, even to my boys in high school, I was nice just because I wanted to impress them still. Like, I still had this need. I think that's why even in my current workplace, like, if someone's intimidating, I have to, like, impress them. It's just 
something I'm going to go through my life with and I'm accepting, but they, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, for sure. I'll give you some, some tips. Wow. That's crazy. Damn. So when you got the message at first and you saw the name, like what was your initial reaction and did they ever like apologize or did they forget that that had happened? There was no. So that person didn't apologize. They didn't acknowledge it. I didn't acknowledge it to them. I basically just responded to their message. They said something, congrats on the success. I liked it. And that was it. But there was another girl who she wasn't a bully to me, but she hung out with the bully crowd. Mm. She messaged me and she's like, oh my God, I'm seeing you all over on Facebook. I'm like, I don't want to. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, oh my God, you're everywhere. Yeah, I am. Bye. Well, she said, she saw one of my posts about me being bullied and she goes, I didn't know you went through all that. I feel bad is what she said. So I didn't respond. Mm. <laughs> like, is that an apology? Oh. I don't know. So I just like didn't know how to take it. So I just read it. I left her unread with that one. But like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. It was like a statement and you're like, yeah. what you're do like, I do with like, that? Yeah. Just helping you somehow. Yeah. Like this, you somehow <laughs> this whole thing on you. So I'm like, whatever. right. Ugh. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, take the higher, what is it? Take the higher road. Grounds. Don't ask me about take, things. Oh yeah. Take the higher <laughs> grounds. But okay. There's, I feel like there's a time though. Like take the higher grounds. If someone's being yeah. genuine and like with the weight loss thing, that's a different situation. But right. like the other one, if it's just like, Oh, I'm seeing you everywhere. And like yeah. you, I didn't know you were well, bullied. Is, look, this is the thing though. The people that are bullying too. I mean, a lot of times they don't even realize that they're doing it in the moment as I know it's, you know, you'd think, wow, really? You didn't. But I feel like a lot of times they don't notice because that's just how they are. No, I mean, they're, they're trying to impress other people around whatever they're trying to do. Right. But I mean, ultimately, you know, uh, it's, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough subject to talk about. And I think I was just talking to Raquel about this before coming on is like, when you go back and think about, you know, the people that you might've had issues with, I was listening to almost 30, they did an episode about like, having um conflict with female Mm -hmm. friends at least like for us like between female to female and how it's really tough to trust other females because we're all like so competitive with each other and then they were like reminiscing on how like in high school they were like you know oh uh they'd get like competitive about something over a guy and it was just so stupid like now they're laughing about it but of course like in that moment it just feels like so real and then it causes like your friendships to fall apart yeah. I mean, yeah. I wasn't, I don't know. I've, I've said this before on a different episode is I never had like friendship issues really in high school, but I was bullied. It was the similar situation, but it was just mean girls being so mean for no reason. And I was just like, why? You know what I mean? Yep. But I don't know. I feel like it's such a, there's no need to bully. Like, why are you bullying someone? But when that happened to you in high school, have any of them approached you now? No. No? No. And if they would, how would you react? I probably wouldn't answer <laughs> Can now, okay, I know that you had told us before that if we ever have an idea for a TikTok, can you please do a TikTok then of when you receive the message from that person in high school? Can you do something like that? I thought about it, but since they follow me, like, I don't want to expose them, you know, and like. No, but like not with names or is it still the same thing? Oh, I did post that. Oh, you did? Okay. I didn't see that one. Like before I blew up. Um, Before you blew up. Yeah, I posted. I'm popular it. now. <laughs> yeah. um, like when I was at like twenty thousand followers, so that was like August. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just twenty thousand, just twenty. It's <laughs> crazy because like now I have to kind of keep that in check because the algorithm is so annoying. But mm, I, yeah. preach. Every yeah. So what are like, so what are your TikTok tips now? Now like yeah. at this well, point, <laughs> I have it's... we have a side text with a couple of the big TikTokers, which is kind of fun. Um, 
And every morning we say a little love note to the TikTok algorithm. We're like, good morning, <laughs> algorithm. You look beautiful today. Um, hope we have a good day, stress-free, and we're able to love each other. It's, it's actually pretty funny. We have like an all-day thread about it. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but we, oh yeah, I guess tips would be just like to, they say it, but find a niche and be unique with it. Like for me, I was posting work from home stuff how many people do you see posting work from home stuff and they're slowly growing, you know, which is great. But then I started posting the millennial stuff and then that took a hit. And then I started posting anxiety with the millennial and the work from home stuff. And then that just blew up. Yeah. It's always the anxiety. That was your secret sauce. <laughs> the secret that's sauce it. is millennials have anxiety and post about it. So that's my, when people ask what my niche is, I say millennials who have crippling anxiety that work from home <laughs> wanting to be nostalgic. It's like, what? Who, who, are, who have a fear it, of getting fired. Literally <laughs> so amazing because yeah. I was obviously, as one does, stalking your TikTok today and I was just going through every single one and I was like, oh, every song. Every song was just better than the next. And I was like, we grew up with the best music. Everyone else is just fine. But that Trash. was what kind of blew up for me is I, when I started blowing up, I was doing Cascada, which everyone knows, Jesse McCartney, which everyone knows. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a risk here. My most nostalgic song that I just remember, even through high school, it was like my guilty pleasure song. Like I thought I was the only one that listened to this is Juliet by LMNT. Do you guys know that song? Wait, I, I know, I know it. I know it. How does it go? Juliet, I think. Oh yeah. Mm. I thought I was the only one that knew that song. No. 100,000 people liked it. And it's like, oh oh, memory God. unlocked. And I'm like, <laughs> memory so unlocked. That's literally, so that's literally what I keep thinking is like, what memory am I going to unlock this week? It's kind of unfortunate because the algorithm is taking down like five of my most viral videos I had to take down because the sound is no longer available because the artist rejected it mm. or took it down. Like even a Britney Spears one, which I used her, her artist like approved song on TikTok and she took it down, which sucks. But <sighs> anyways, Struggle. I think... Yeah, so that's why I've been staying away a little bit from the music, but I, I still have fun with it. And that's oh, what I have to keep it. reminding myself too, is, is like, it doesn't have to be constant growth. I'm some some people say I'm a household name, which I, is so weird to me, but <laughs> I don't know. It's like people are like, oh, you know Rod, right? And I'm like, my friend who on TikTok, Corporate Natalie, I don't know if you guys follow her. She's hysterical. If you work from home, you need to follow no, her. No, not, I haven't seen her like yet. 100,000 followers on TikTok and she's growing on Instagram too. Basically, we post the same type of content. Um, but she's in Hawaii right now and she's talking to someone at the pool and she's like, Hey, talking to someone in Hawaii who is obsessed with your content. And that was when it was real for me. I'm like, no, literally the world talking to some random girl at the pool. And she says that she's obsessed with like, what? Like, like, I don't know. (laughs) Is this real? Like, is this real? Literally. But yeah. Is it, isn't it such a fulfilling feeling that you were like wanting, I guess that, you know, validation in high school and now you have it without really trying almost. I mean, I know obviously there's a lot of thought that goes into every piece, but just the way that it popped off to begin with, I mean, it was, I mean, there wasn't like some huge intention behind it, I don't think. Yep, there wasn't. I literally posted one about Cascada and it was millennials avoiding or millennials working from home to get through, avoid crying at the corporate job. <laughs> and it, 300,000 likes later, like, I haven't hit, I've, I haven't hit the 1 million mark. I'm not going like viral from like smaller creators or small, like just random people on TikTok who don't create my stuff looks viral, but there are people who blow oh, yeah. up millions of likes, yeah. which I haven't gotten there, but I don't think I will. Cause I've, again, with this niche, I've put myself in such a hole you know, but that's what I'm trying to focus on because it 
it kind of messes with your head. I think with the anxiety that I had growing up and the need to impress people and looking for validation from others, I compare myself a lot. So I see people doing that and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to do that. Shoot. I should just give up. But it's like, no, like why are like, there's still 400,000 people who look forward to content. Oh, so yeah. that's what I'm trying to in, in mind is like, you don't have to be a million um, have, have a million followers. You don't have to be verified. Like that was a big deal for me. I'm like, I just need to get verified. And someone was like, why? Literally, why do you feel the need to get verified? It doesn't mean anything. People still know who you are. And like, okay, like these little things are, are keeping me in check. Cause at the end of the day, I'm just helping people relate to something that they thought they were alone. Do you have a goal with it now that you've popped off? Um, I would love to pivot to, I'm starting to do some writing um would love to write a tv show um which would be great a pilot which basically would just be about my life um but basically everyone relates to it so yeah um about a 30 year old guy working in the gen z and work environment who um has anxiety you know which <laughs> no one talks that about, would be you know? funny i'm not a quote my vibe is like new girl meets um search party that makes sense meets meets broad city like those three shows like combined with like the humor the like relationship type of broad city like two best friends but then like new girl like cleanliness or whatever because at, at the end of the day i've retained kind of like a wholesome account and i want to keep right. going with that um just because my mom follows me you know <laughs> mom uh, just because my mom <laughs> yeah but along with that too um yeah i just wanted to like make it relatable you know just make it and at the end of the day if it goes on youtube like i don't care i don't care like how big it is or how small it is it's an outlet for me and hopefully people will be able to relate to it somehow. oh yeah youtube too that's true i've thought about that as well i've been i've had some concepts to do like to create a total show on youtube as well but have yet to yeah. do that we're working on the podcast right now yeah, podcast one step one. at a time let's get some money first before we start to yeah. do the other because we got yeah. furloughed last year so we're not we're well, not no, even we got let go now at that point i mean let go. So i like using the word furloughed but i mean that <laughs> no, it, it was like it was furloughed but then it turned into gone forever fired i guess i don't know whatever you like, want to call it they never go, called us back let go um, my email was disconnected that's how i knew yeah yeah oh, but God. what what job were you guys in we were in radio oh okay so which you guys is together which is booming right now <laughs> um yes we work together that's yeah that's how we how met. met yeah that's so. cool. Mm-hmm. cool yeah my uh my co-worker i'm bringing my co-worker in to help me write this tv show so it's kind of cool to have like friends yeah and yeah. it's it's so funny because whenever we go on other podcasts as guests everyone's like so how's it working with another female i'm like it's fine. Obviously, what? we're doing yeah. this together. Nine what? months later, like, we're good to go. Are working with another female? People ask that? No, it's people so- are, yes. like, so shocked that we yeah. are working together. Like, like, as, like, business partners. Yeah. I'm but like, I'm like, we're not the only, like, two girl business right. partners. But, again, it goes I, back to, like, that whole, like, oops, that whole, like, concept from, like, high school or whatever of, like, mean girls, I guess. Or, like, you know, yeah. there's just so much competition between female Guys to female. Guys are just as mean to each other. Right. Yeah. I do not understand it. Um, my one of my favorite podcasts, which is one of the biggest podcasts in America, I'd say, is my favorite murder. Um, I don't know if you guys know that podcast, but my it's sister too, listens to it. <laughs> of course. Too, oh my! If you guys like true crime? You need to. Listen yeah, my to sister. It. That's my sister to a T. Yeah. It's two female comedians, and they talk openly about like, yeah, we have to go to therapy because obviously it's a relationship, and there are things that we get annoyed with each other with. And they go to therapy together, and mm. they've been doing this for three years and they hang out if you think about it, like they hang out weekly like you guys you know yeah. and they like go on trips together and they do all this stuff so it's 
it's kind of cool to see to see that they, they talk about it too like they've gotten the same question that's why i was shocked I'm like why do people get this question so much yeah I know. Like, it's because everyone thinks girls are crazy and like bitchy and i think that's really why and it's like okay but we are, are humans and we have to <laughs> you know interact yeah. with other people i don't know it's just yeah. a stigma but we're breaking it so that's cool yeah. <laughs> So besides therapy, I think the last thing that I want to ask just to touch a little bit more on anxiety is what are some of the tools that have helped you with your anxiety? So this has been a lifelong thing. And this is why it's so crazy to me that this is how I blew up. But music Mm -hmm. um, and nostalgia. I watched this movie with, I forgot her name. She's in the That Good Morning Show with Jennifer Aniston or whatever. So she's this girl that she is really anxious and the therapist says, nostalgia helps with anxiety. So think about when you were happiest in your childhood, what you were doing, what you were eating, what you were drinking. So she started drinking cherry Coke. She started like eating lollipops or these things that reminded her childhood and that kind of helped her process. So all that to say, like throughout high school when I was bullied, when I got my first iPod, like right when the iPod came out, I saved up all my money. I'm like, I just want to disconnect. Me too. I, I saved my money and I got mine too. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I've always had it. I always had an iPod. I loved, I had thousands of songs on it, which I can't get into my old iTunes library, which I'm so upset. Like uh, if I could do that. Like you're like, I, yeah, you'd have so much more inspiration for content. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> but um, my, yeah. So then I was, when I was being bullied and getting anxious and I don't know, I would turn on my music, you know, and these songs that I'm playing now, I, I was more of like, Death Cat for Cutie, The Fray, you know, like yeah. bands oh, like that. But yes. Along with that, we all have our guilty pleasures. So I listen to Akon, you know, I yeah. listen to <laughs> um, Nelly, you know, and all this stuff. And so I think these songs, all that say, these songs that I'm playing now were the songs that I kind of used as an escape. So all that to say, like music, nostalgia. Yeah. Yes. Music said. If it is food, some, you know what? Sometimes if I have a bad day, I crave hamburger helper because that's what I made. My mom, hamburger I grew up on. I grew up in a, like, my parents did a great job raising me, but we grew up in like a uh, five, we had five of us, my brother, my sister, and myself, and we lived in a two bedroom apartment until I was in kindergarten. Mm. Um, so we just didn't, all that say we didn't have a ton of money or whatever. So like hamburger helper, spaghetti and butter, like what I grew up on. But sometimes when I have a bad day, that's what I want to go to, which has yeah. been like that for childhood yeah it's true i think nurturing we've we've said that too before not the music we haven't touched on the music thing which i like that you said that with the nostalgia but um kind of like nurturing your inner child again that's something that you know Mm -hmm. you don't even realize sometimes that you do it but like even when you just listen to that throwback song or when you have, you know, that meal that you had when you were a kid, That's you just what like I did this morning. Feel yummy ready. inside. <laughs> I just realized that I had I had a bit of a day yesterday with anxiety and yeah, a panic both of us attack. Did. I had a panic attack. Yeah. I haven't had one in a while and I was not okay. And I'm getting ready this morning. I knew I had to come down here and be, you know, perky Peppy. and on, perky and on. And I listened to old throwback songs and it made me so happy it was so great and I was like mm-hmm. oh and even like old dance songs came on and yeah. it was just it was so great because I make playlists for my followers and which is really annoying because people are reporting them because people are making their own playlists of mine and then they're reporting mine oh. so then yeah I know like my my one that I'm dumping all of my TikTok songs onto someone copied it exactly they're going on my TikTok comments and saying hey go follow mine instead I'm like oh my God. I hate you? people <laughs> ew Bad karma. Bad karma. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But all that to say, I make podcast or make playlists for my <laughs> followers. So that's going to be my next one. It's going to just be like something happy, you know, or just like had a bad day. 
something happy. Because I, I remember I used to, when I had a bad day, would listen to sad songs to make me sadder. Where now right. Yeah, happy no. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, when we first, when, before getting onto this with you, we started listening to Lady Gaga, The Star is Born soundtrack. And then oh. the next, it was like, what was the first one we put on? It was the French one, and then it was yeah, the ending put, scene where put, he was dying. Where yeah, we dead. put Livian Rose first, so that was, like, jolly, and then it turned into, the, like, the most depressing song of the soundtrack. I was like, let's go! Yeah, we were like, this is how we're going to introduce Roderick. He's, we're going to be singing and crying, and then he's going to come on to the episode, and perfect. it's totally on brand. Yeah, and then it was, like, a, and then it was a <laughs> Sean, like, perfect. And it was a Sean Mendes song. I was like, yes! Like, this That's is why, it. like, last night when I had a bad day, my first thought was, I'm going to watch Steel Magnolias. I'm like, why am I going to do this to myself? <laughs> literally you are guaranteed to cry no literally literally like the other day i was not having the greatest day but i had a bunch of laughs with my friends i drove home it was really late had some drinks i just sat in my car and i listened to two of lincoln park's albums the whole both albums sang my lungs out think my throat like my voice was not the same the next day (laughs) then that turned yeah that just turned then i listened to io and all the suicidal singers and yeah that just that was yeah oh Oh, god God. that was me with taylor swift in my car last night (laughs) i think taylor swift is maybe a better version than than my lincoln park binge singing yell singing oh yeah People were loving it. And of course, I got one hate comment that was like, can you please not? And of course, <laughs> I'd be like, can I, you please not? <laughs> I had to respond to it. That's been my favorite part, though, is like, I brush it off a lot easier now yeah. than I did before. So that's been my favorite part is just responding to hate. Just yeah. Oh, not. yeah. That's or good. Yeah. The best is when someone leaves a hate comment with a typo and then you just correct the typo. <laughs> There's nothing more rewarding in life. Like someone, someone said you say millennial too much and they misspelled millennial. So I it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> two L's, two N's. If we, if we're ever going to oh, do. you guys know, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I was like, if we're ever going to do a collab TikTok, it needs to be about how to spell millennial. Yes. Because even when we first started the podcast, I misspelled it. And I was like, oh, Raquel, we can get the Instagram username. It's available. And then I did it again. And I was like, wait. It's, it's not, not available, available because we misspelled it. <laughs> it was not available. Tell me about it. Yeah, I went, like Rod is not available anywhere. I'm like, it'd be awesome if Rod was just like my handle. <laughs> At <bit>. Rod. <laughs> At Rod. We love it. But of course, l- plug yourself. Yes, Let us please. know where we can find you everywhere, your podcast, everything. Yeah, justme.rod on Instagram and TikTok, um, which... Basically, it's the same thing. It's just millennials don't like TikTok, but they like watching them, so they watch them on Instagram. Um, and then Twitter is just me underscore Rod because you can't have a dot in a Twitter handle <laughs> because that's yeah. because Twitter. Yeah. And it's, you can't. You're not allowed to no, have a I'm dot on, on Twitter. <laughs> and and that's and don't why. add me on LinkedIn. It's creepy. Can I just plug this? It's <gasps> creepy if you add me on LinkedIn? All right, I don't like it. I don't <laughs> oh like. Where do I'm adding I'm you on LinkedIn. <laughs> you guys can because we're we're friends. I've gotten people have like dug to find me. People are like, hey, what company do you work for? I want to add you on LinkedIn. I'm like, I'm not telling you. And they still found me. And like, you're my favorite TikToker. I'm like, what? You, like, what do we accomplish? Like, you're like, can't, can't you tell me that on TikTok? Yeah, exactly. Please oh, don't. Oh God. Oh God. Millennial things, I guess. Yeah. Millennial. Hashtag <laughs> just millennial anxiety things. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't wait for you to. You know, I can't wait for your show to get picked up. That's yes. gonna be it. It's gonna happen. We're manifesting it right now. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, we'll so so much for being on our podcast i know it's been a long time coming we we dm all the time and it's so much fun and all my friends love you so it's this episode's gonna be great uh you you guys know where to find us at millennial girls on youtube and we're on everything youtube tiktok we're on linkedin
LinkedIn. Find us there too. <laughs> you can follow us on LinkedIn. Yes, so follow us. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, on Apple, Spotify. Leave us that five star review. And my personal is at Natasha Salahi. At Raquel Goldie. We'll see you in the next one. Peace, love, and unicorns. Peace, love, and unicorns. <laughs>